I can't feel the heat. Texas, it's cold outside. Got nothing to eat. Why is it cold outside? The lights have been off. Been hoping the power no was back. more than twice. I slipped on your driveway. It's covered in My ice. My mother has started to well, worry. If you want coffee, you better hurry. Electric prices are gonna soar. Ooh, listen to the gas fireplace roar. They're calling for a few more flurries. At least it's not ice. We can't take any more of that. The kids are dressed to head out the door. What's the point? They don't even last like five minutes. The neighbors might think. Quick, shut off the lights. We don't need them reporting. The pipe's frozen the sink. Well, laundry room's frozen too. It just flooded. I wish I knew how. These rolling blackouts? What is to this? To time this out. I'm sure it'll be back. Just give it another hour. I'm gonna stop by the grocery. It's too late. They're sold out of everything. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. Well, good luck. It's like two degrees outside. I can honestly say. We'll stay at your mom's house. Texas, it's cold outside. No matter how much we plan, no matter how quickly we prepare, life always seems to be five steps ahead of us, throwing curveballs whenever it can. Our only choice is to adapt and keep pressing forward. In the wake of a historical week of weather across the nation, communities all across Texas are recovering, ours included. Looking back, we can't help but wonder why it all happened, as is the case with most surprises in life. But we do know that because surprises happen, they give us the opportunity to move forward, more aware of our abilities and limitations, and ultimately more unified as a community. Hi, thank you for joining us on Path and Posture. I'm your host, Mariah Turner, and I'm here with my sisters, Brittany Turner and Sierra Turner. Hi, ladies. Hello. If you're new to Path and Posture, it's a podcast where we get together and we chat and we laugh a lot. And we talk about the different paths that God might have us on and just the posture that we feel led to have or called to have as we walk it out. And, uh, and we just do live together and talk about it and reflect. And we hope that it's also a blessing to you guys and gives you a moment to pause and reflect on maybe some of the ways that you're reacting and walking out things in your life. So mm-hmm. again, thanks for joining us. It's, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're doing the podcast this week. We could not have done it last week. No. Uh, if you guys haven't heard, um, Texas had an interesting experience last week, rolling blackouts, never heard of it. I mean, mm-hmm. pipes freezing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was just where, where are we? Where do we live? What is going on? I know. <laughs> Very confusing. Um, but before we get into that, one thing that I did just want to summarize um, kind of what I was talking about in our intro was when life gives you those surprises, what your community looks like in that reaction. As with any disaster, you know, I feel like communities, they eventually come around to walking it out together. I mean, would you guys agree? Like, you know, they kind of almost link arms and rebuild. Yes. Yeah. When we, You know, we saw that firsthand. We are originally from Maryland, even though we're all in Texas now and right. are doing this podcast. But whenever we would get hurricanes in Maryland, devastation, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. people would come together and we would rebuild. Yeah. And I mean, use, we not just hurricanes, but we had 9-11 too. And yeah. Now. No, that, yeah, that's that's a, a horrible 
um, time in our country, and and you saw on, the whole country unified. Yes, on September twelfth, uh-huh. it was a it was a beautiful day of just everybody standing together. And oh, September twelfth, Robin yes, was born. Yes, and it's also yes the day that Robin was born. Um, and you know, and I was thinking about more examples. Uh, every year after fires in California, yes, people get together and mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. rebuild. Um, uh, do you guys remember when Deepwater Horizon, the huge oil spill in Hurricane the Gulf? Oh Katrina? my gosh! Yes, no, I mean all those things in the Gulf. But we, I remember with Deepwater Horizon when people were just down on the coast cleaning ducks, cleaning all this this wildlife that was just affected. And so people in the midder, middle of disaster, they come together and and they they are unified. Um, and so and I, I love just pointing out real quick. I love that. I mean, we we try in those times, in those trying times, we try to match, you know, what we think we're good at, right? We're like, I'm specifically good at this kind of gift. But when, when it comes to those trying times, it's kind of like we just throw our hands in and be like, whatever you have to give me, I'm going to yeah. hold. And I, I kind of like that urgency. All hands on deck. I'll mm-hmm. wear as many hats yeah. as I can. I want to yeah. help out in any way that I and can. And like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm here. I'm Food showing drives, up. clothes mm-hmm. drives. Yeah. You know, People everything. who never cook are cooking. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, <laughs> it is beautiful. Um, yeah. And ultimately, I, I think it's, you know, the human spirit reacting in the way that God created it as, you know, the body of Christ all working together. It's that Christian brotherly love community. And and the the truth of I can do all things through Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have confidence in a certain area of, of help, of helps ministry, yeah. you know, God really, he shows up. He's the one that really shows up. Yeah. You just got to give him your yes. Absolutely. So now we've lived through another unique instance the Texas freeze and power outages. So in case you haven't heard what happened, a quick summary from Express News. They said that ERCOT, the nonprofit that manages the grid that provides power to Texas, because we're almost on a separate grid, it's for 26 million Texans. They instituted rolling blackouts last week to avoid catastrophic power grid failure. They said that if they hadn't done these blackouts, we could have lost our power for months. Can you even imagine? Um, Well, anyways, these power plants all around the state, they ran into trouble because they weren't able to withstand the temperatures. We were like around zero degrees at one point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. None of our infrastructure is built for that. I checked the the weather app and it said one at one point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with these frigid temperatures, millions of Texans, we were in the dark and without heat. And so we were doing rolling blackouts. And then all of a sudden with the heat shut off, we were having pipe problems with uh, pipes in our house, pipes on the border on the outside of our house. Everything just started to because freeze up. Texas right. infrastructure isn't built no. with this weather in mind. No, yeah. this was. Um, I, I heard that they said it was kind of like your your storm of the century. It happens like once every century. And so, of course, <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Uh, you know, thanks. Twenty twenty one. Of course, we would be prepared for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know. To be honest, it, initially it was exciting, right? I mean, I know you're like we're getting snow on Valentine's Day. We're getting Day. snow. It's Valentine's on, yes. Day. The kids so are romantic. Be so excited. We love to get at least one good snow day. Just a uh, dusting during a Texas winter. Yes, I mean the kids love it. They can make snow angels, and that's exactly that's what they did. The kids went outside the snow angels. I loved made, your snowman with yes. the like the leaf hair. They made was- a snowman. <laughs> I, I had to get really creative. I actually got a uh, a little uh, watering can, and I had to pour some water on the snow because it was almost too. Powerful. Powdery. I know. It didn't pack really well. So we made a snowman 
And then the kids went sledding. Brittany, you guys took your crew and you guys all went sledding down the hill. Calvin just loved it. He did not let the cold affect him at all. And he's also Norwegian. Yes, he has Norwegian blood in him. So he's like baby Thor. Baby Thor for sure. (laughs) And so he was just wanting to go outside. And um, but we don't have any snow gear. So thankfully you had some that Uh, would fit him. I know from her Minnesota days. We go up north every winter, don't you know? (laughs) Don't you know? I don't know what accent that was, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) So it was fun. But then it got annoying when the power went out. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it went out, it went out overnight. I was laying in bed. I heard, you know, beep-a-doop. and I'm like, oh, goodness, it's quiet in here. Power's out. And then all the next day, it was printer, the vacuum powering, you know, everything like telling me that it's back on. And then <laughs> all the robots it shuts off to you. again. And I'm like, what is going on? And so that's when that rolling, the rolling power outages started. And it was funny because, Brittany, you and I were on the same grid. So yes, our power we would go out. But then mom was on like, I, the opposite <laughs> grid. And so every time it was out at our house, it would be on at her. Like, and out, I, and I, out, I, yeah. out. And then meanwhile, we're like, Ciro, how, how are you guys doing? How's Calvin? She's like, oh, I'm fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> we're good. I think I was on the same grid as an emergency service you were. or something like that. But, but it, I was able to, you know, take in some friends whose pipes burst. Yes. So... That was a uh, blessing. blessing yes. so that I, was- I also never felt bad when our power would go off, even though, you know, we had to kind of shuffle around because I knew it was going to mom. And I was like, oh, God bless you, mom. <laughs> yes. You take it. Yes. You're just you sharing. just take it. You just stay warm. Yeah. But literally <laughs> twice when I would go to make my coffee, I went to like touch the machine. And it was like, and I'm like <laughs> you're kidding me. No. I know. right? Yes. And then uh, we had some instances. I tried to do a quick load of laundry. And um, I told you, Brittany, that you were on the w- you were on the way over to my house. I think we mm-hmm. were even going to have the kids hang out because, yes. gosh, we were trying to I figure was out on the way over any, to your house. anything for the kids to do uh, just to keep them busy because. And I called you and yeah. I said, we're on our way over. And you're like, get ready to walk into a lake. You and it was like, go through a lake. It was like, click. And I'm like <laughs> screaming <laughs> through the are you phone. Okay? <laughs> and um, so what had happened, I, I, I put my I st- put the load in and started it and everything. And then I started lunch in the kitchen for the kids. And then I hear, and I was like, that doesn't sound normal. That's not really, that's not how the drain cycle runs. <laughs> it's odd. So I start walking back to the laundry room. And as I'm walking back, it literally looked like that scene out of Titanic where like, water, they start to the see the water so- just come out of a room through the like, door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I go in there, I'm like, so I, I hit the off button on the or the power button on the washing machine, shut it off. And what had happened was the pipe, the drain pipe had frozen in the back of my laundry room wall. And so instead of the water draining out of the house and down out of the wall and everything, it was just pouring back in through the wall. And I was like, oh, man. So I called Austin. I'm like, it's a mess. I've sopped up. I've used every towel in the house. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll be home in like an hour. And just I was like, okay. So I'm sopping up all this water. And I take all these towels. And I just like, what am I going to do with this? freezing outside. I'm just throw them right back into the washing machine. Throw them in the washing machine. And then all of a sudden, it goes, and I'm like, what? And it says, dr. And it starts spinning and it's like drain. And I'm like, 
no, 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 drain. And it just starts to pour out like the rest of the water. It's spin draining. And I'm like, no, Jesus, help me. Jesus, ah, I don't know how to stop this thing. And my kids are like, mommy, mommy, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't, I can't get it to stop. And I'm like running around with my arms up in the air. I don't know what to do. I just love that you're asking. And my kids all start to do the same thing. They're all screaming with their hands in the air. And then then I show up. I know. Well, I call Austin. I'm like, where's the shop back? Where is, I gotta, I gotta vacuum up all this water. He's like, it's in the woodshed. I'm out in the woodshed. Nothing, nothing. And I call him back. Where is it? It's in the garage. I run in the garage. Nothing. And I call him back. I'm like, babe, it's gonna, seriously, it's like, it's gonna blow. Like all of it. And he's like, it's in the shed, shed. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like running in like bare feet in the snow out to the shed to grab this. And he's like, but wait, it has a filter on it. You can't get it wet. And I'm like, no. So oh. I walk around the house and the whole thing had just drained on the floor. Oh it, my was, God. it was done. It was over. And he's like, you didn't think to unplug it? I'm like, you know, if you were in this situation, <laughs> the amount of stress, I just couldn't even think about a plug. All I saw was just spinning and water going everywhere. So sorry. I but- love that we've come to the point of our lives with our first world problems where we say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me for laundry. I just couldn't even think. <laughs> I couldn't even think. I didn't know. I didn't know I'm what sure, to do. I'm sure he was sitting on the throne being like, yes, I like, will help give you. Give me clarity, God. I know, right? I know. Don't, God, please don't let all the water go on the floor. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It touches back to my roots as a kid. I would freak when the printer would just like not stop printing after like it didn't print like when I clicked print. So I'm like, okay, well, so, Print, 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 print. And all of a sudden it goes, I'm like, he's not stopping. So, so but clearly, I, I printed clearly. like 20 copies. It's my fault. I didn't know that as like, you know, a five-year-old. And then the other thing, like when the toilet wouldn't stop flushing, I'm like, we're it's gonna flood the house. What's like it's not gonna stop forever. So clearly, clearly Jesus is working something deeper inside. For some reason, I just have this panic or just grew up with this panic mentality. It's, things happen, they hit the fan. I'm like, Ah, I, don't, I just don't know what to do. So, and I can already see I know, that already. It's genetic. Took, I can see it in my middle child. She's she's like that too. She I freaks. often took advantage of that that hurry hurriness um, growing up with you. Yeah, you, know, you did. <laughs> I did. I remember. Yes, there's some home videos where you, you rushed me. I for did. Whatever silly reason. Mm-hmm. Um, now I wasn't the only one with problems. Brittany, you had an issue at your house too. I did. Your pipes froze. In my your bathroom. My my pipes froze. My master bath. We were trying to drip the. So it's it's like strange because you, you know you take care of the outside faucets and and hoses and all that stuff. You're like, oh yeah, I got this. But then you're like, um, so there's no you know heating or cooling in this room, and so but this room is attached to the master bathroom, and so like that room freezes, and then you're like, uh. We have no water in our master bath. And so Brendan and I are like anticipating just a, you know, a burst. And we're praying for the best, hope, you know, hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, luckily, oh, my gosh, we opened up we opened up the closet that was backing to that that wall. And um, it was the downstairs closet that backed to it. And that wasn't receiving any heat or air. And so we just opened it up and it warmed up and oh, just thank Thankfully, yeah. nothing burst. You dodged it. You really but did. we did. One of the things that we had to do, though, was our, our house. The ceilings are very tall um, throughout the whole house, and so the air, he, cooling oh, air. Here's your quiz, Brittany. Go ahead. The cooling air and the heating just leaves very quickly. Okay. Um, no matter where, like, no matter the season. So, 
um, Jack's room is the one that gets the coldest and the hottest. Um, no matter talk about heat rising, which is uh, why I was <laughs> the cold air rises. No, no Brittany, no, it doesn't. That, okay, I made the mistake once, yeah. once, and you will never in outlive front it. of a meteorologist, and that was the worst thing ever. These houses, they have tall ceilings because you know the cold air rises. It was the worst. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so don't make that mistake in front of a meteorologist, but anyway, he does rise. And so Jack's room. And so we just ended up stuff like stuffing the kids. We just ended up putting mattresses down in Jack's room, be like sleepover and sleepover. And so the kids loved it, right? They're making really fun memories. They don't understand that if they stayed in their room, they would have been really cold. You know, they were just in Jack's room and everybody was just, you know, they didn't end up going. To, there was no school, no virtual, nothing. Because, because the internet showed Because up. the internet, yeah. And they, we had, they had the school. For days. The school had sent us like paperwork and iPads and all this tech. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awful. They're like, get ready to do school virtually yeah. because yes. of the snow. Get ready to be the teacher. And. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, because of the snow. Oh, now the temperatures. Uh, uh, goodbye. And because, <laughs> exactly. And it was funny because this school district has perfected almost their communication to parents having dealt with so many technical issues during covid they were just like we're not even gonna try <laughs> like have a fun week we'll see you next week yeah which and i so- remember in maryland we had snow week so it's like not a big deal in maryland we had snowmageddon in like 2010 and we were out of school for two weeks yeah it's no, funny because a lot of make- people are trying to call this snowmageddon i'm like we've been there I'm done like, that this really, is snowvid it's just a normal snow day this is snowvid in, in, snowvid 21 yeah, snowvid. <laughs> but snowmageddon in maryland was like a real deal it was a two real weeks deal. it was like 2009 all wasn't up it? in the summer it was like two feet of snow it was a lot of snow it was I, a lot of snow it was so much snow yeah well you know and i i am so thankful that you know there are all these places around texas that they were having water issues we didn't have to boil um, we didn't our have water. To, yeah, we didn't have Praise to boil water. Yeah, so that was wonderful. And then, like Houston, I have friends that drove on the highway from Houston with icy roads and everything because it was getting so bad. Their pipes burst in their mm-hmm. house. You know, hotels are filled up. People are boiling water. They drove from Houston to her parents' house here in Dallas because they just didn't know what else to do. Yeah, and the, yeah. I, I had a friend that uh, pipes were bursting in her house, so they had to shut the water off. So for like a week. She didn't have any water, so all they could do was just melt the snow. She had yeah. power, Boiling thankfully. snow. And she just boiled the snow. And that's something like, you know, we, we had opened up our guest beds and our homes and just trying to keep the kids busy. I mean, because yeah. you're like, the kids are trying to make memories and they're like, it's snow. Yeah, I know. Even though it was annoying, like, we still made the best of it. Like, mm-hmm. you and I, Brittany, we were doing the power out workouts. Yes. And so there's nothing to do. Power's out. So we just started working, working out. out. And then, you know, I, I had some I friends. I love that we just say it like we just do it all the time. Yeah. I was Skin. We're, uh, Go back to a couple. My sister's episodes. really. Mariah's <laughs> very good at working skin. out. I've worked out twice in the last like three months. So That's great. no, I'm happy that you joined in with me. Mm. Um, but then we had some friends that had come over, and even though they knew our power was going off and on, they were like, "Hey, we'll we'll come and we'll we'll hang with you, and the kids will play." And so it was sweet because <laughs> Just you know, wrote it out. We ended up having like wine, and it was like candlelight and fire, and then all the lights were off, and then the kids were screaming upstairs with flashlights, <laughs> and so it was pretty fun. And the, and the kids got to get, be creative with the flashlights right. and all that stuff, and then. Shout puppets like the adults we all did snowvid school mm-hmm. which was when we talked about what we ended up learning through this whole thing because yes. as homeowners like we learned about how to take care of our homes in this storm of the century next time we need to do it right yeah um, we, we kind of made humorous like our experiences during pizza one night because we couldn't cook because the power was shutting out and so we 
But Domino's could deliver. You go, Domino's. (laughs) Domino's did deliver, but they were like, we are closing at 5.30, so get your pizza in now. (laughs) And so it took 20 minutes to get there Yeah, because Texas doesn't believe in ice apart from a margarita. I know. It's like, oh, yes. No, uh, it's never in the budget. Texas doesn't believe in salt. They believe in ice. They don't believe in salt. (laughs) They don't believe ice is going to happen, so there's no salt. (laughs) Right. The only thing that Texas understands about ice and salt is like how to put it in a margarita. There you go. That's what I heard somewhere. My my favorite though was the Powerball number thing. It's like Texas is out here throwing out <laughs> temperatures like Powerball numbers. 73, 39, 1, 43, 1. <laughs> you know what? I called my dad 56. and I was talking to him about that meme and he was like, "You know what? That's not a bad idea. Let's play the weather." <laughs> <laughs> my mean something. Um so it was it was exciting and then annoying, but then it got kind of scary. Uh, again, when more pipes were freezing and mm-hmm. some people, they well, didn't have their power coming on for hours or days. They're not, some people, especially, like I said, in Houston, really was hit hard. And um, it's still, they're still recovering. Mm-hmm. And like the they're, death toll hasn't been They're still been recovering, yet. not no. from, I mean, they're still recovering from the floods yeah. that they have. I mean, I lived in Houston. It is not easy to recover from hurricanes down there. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you have this snowstorm. I couldn't even believe that they had this snowstorm down there. Yeah. Uh, even, I mean, it, I don't think they got as, as much snow as we did mm-hmm. in Dallas here. But, but yeah, it was crazy to watch just the majority of Texas get hit. Yeah. No. And, and so, you know, even though it got scary, uh, like I was mentioning before with all these disasters, it's unifying. Mm-hmm. And people start to work together. And, you know, I saw that so many friends... They were just texting, how are you guys doing? You guys need help? Mm-hmm. And people from out of state and in state. Yeah, and I think what's interesting is that there's been this virtual communication uh, proficiency that's happened through COVID. And so, like, even churches, they're like, this, you know, we've been there, done that. So they reach out immediately to mm-hmm. all their families. And I was like, wow, that was actually a quicker response this time than during COVID when everybody's trying to kind of scramble and, and figure out a new way of life. Yeah. And so that was interesting kind of experiencing that having gone through COVID and still going through COVID. Right. And then, yeah. and then immediately back into another historical event and yeah. just seeing a quicker response. That was from the church specifically. It was cool. And even from the school system, like I said, like they even had like, we're not even going to mess with this. Please don't email us. Um, Please don't email us. <laughs> right? We'll see you next week. I think one of my favorite, not my favorite, but just one of the most humorous things to me, which probably isn't, I mean, probably is not that humorous because like I said, some people had it really hard. But mm-hmm. we went to the grocery store and of course they were limiting eggs, limiting milk, you know, the really essential items. Mm-hmm. But they were limiting frozen pizzas. And I'm like, people, it's going to be back in the 70s next week. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to survive. Yeah. Okay, Frozen pizzas. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No. Is your is your power even really on that long to cook a pizza? I know. But I mean, I like, guess it was 40 minutes on, 40 minutes but it's off. Like people there were a couple minutes because we don't know how to make meals. And so, <laughs> just like look at the frozen pizzas so people could survive i I think at one point they were i think at one point they were trying to um get us on the same grid as mom because mom's power was on for like five minutes it's terrible (laughs) she had waited like an hour and then it came back on yeah no it's funny because i've been thinking about this our podcast is called Path and Posture. Mariah it always goes in explaining, you know, why it's called that. And I always tell people that, you know, we're we have to play the cards that 
that were dealt. And I say, play the cards that you've been dealt and make sure the person next to you is playing a game of spoons and not poker. Because when you're playing spoons, it's more of a communal kind of game, right? Where we're... I don't know. You're fighting people yeah, for you're spoons. Fighting people for spoons. <laughs> but poker, it's like you're in it only for yourself, right? Yeah. I guess so. You don't have to be eliminated. Okay, wait, wait. I get what she means. Like, yeah. you know, you'll, you'll kick a spoon over to the person you want to stay in the game. Right. Okay. Right. It's if, more communal. If you cheat. Yeah. It's communal. <laughs> if, you cheat. if you cheat spoons, it's communal. <laughs> I don't know. I just realized, you know, people have said in the past, play the play the cards or play the hand you've been dealt. I'm like thinking, what game am I playing? (laughs) (laughs) And so I've, I've always resorted to just thinking we're playing spoons. We're playing spoons because that was the youth group game we played growing up. Yeah. Or ladles. Ladles Uh was fun too. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same thing. And um, so working together and then Sierra, you mentioned that you were able to take in one of our friends. Yeah. And that was just such a wonderful and sweet experience too, because, you know, they got to spend time with you guys and, you know, it was really fun because we actually watched like chopped and I was like, this feels like a sleepover. (laughs) Don't sleepover. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, even though their apartment was going through some problems, you know, they, they got some sweet time with friends and um, I just feel like that's memorable. Yeah. And the next day they ended up, Going to, you know, his mom's house because we lost internet the next day for mm-hmm. like three days. Yeah. And um, Andrew's work was like, hey, try to get your work done. And Andrew's just like, what? And so, <laughs> um, but uh, he was able to hotspot off of my phone. Okay. Not his phone. Um, so my phone. So he was able to get some work done. So that was good. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, lost inter- internet for three days and both of them have jobs. So they needed it. Um, yeah. But it was it was good to be able to be a refuge. Yeah. So, and then I know you mentioned the grocery store and the limiting of the pizzas and everything. And, and we've talked about how, you know, there were some water problems around Texas. And so people were going to the stores to try to get water. And yes. Brittany, you came across this really sweet story about people who were um, buying water bottles and gallons and jugs and everything. Yeah. But- it was near San Antonio, I think. And uh, this woman's store was close. And she couldn't open, right? And she just brought out all of her water cases of water and just put it out. And people were picking them up and then putting money at the door or like sliding money inside of the door of the shop. And they were overpaying for this water. That's sweet. And it was, and so she did not lose a dime off of this water. Yeah. And it's just like, it was just such a good representation of the spirit of Texas that we often praise and and kind of you know we have that pride right that pride of texas and Mm -hmm. it's kind of stories like that that kind of bring us to to that spot um that people are like why are why is texas so prideful it's well because we we do it right like we we overpay for water yeah yeah you know it's 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 sweet some of the stories that are coming out and um you know, one of the things that I experienced personally at the grocery store, and even though it was weird because it's like, you know, we were excited with the snow and it felt like a snow day. And, and it was Valentine's and Day. And then it got, and it's Valentine's Day, so you're full of love. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go to the store because you're like, okay, I'm running out of food. <laughs> but then everybody's still wearing masks and you're like, okay. Oh, that's well, like, Andrew and I were outside. I was like, well, it's kind of keeping my face warm. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really mind it right now. But it was almost like it was, the snow was so distracting and just such a different experience. You were like, oh, and you oh, go to the Store, you're like, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's still, still around. That's why it's snowbid. <laughs> still here. Yes. Yeah. And that is why it's snowbid. But um, I, I was going into the store and people had put all their shopping carts in the corral. And there was this little girl who was a young woman, I should say, but very teeny, who was working at Walmart. And she was trying to push all these carts back 
in the snow. And we don't have any snow plows or salt or anything here. Mm. And so she's like trying so hard. And I'm like, okay, I will grab like two or three carts. And then this guy grabbed like two or three carts and we all just pushed them back in the store together. I love that. And, you know, and we were all laughing because we were just doing it together. And, and we don't experience this every day. No. And so it was just, it was funny and, you and know, just I a actually, sweet moment. You know what? And it, and people like to give Texas a hard time, and a lot of people did. A lot of people were like, that's what you get, Texas. But New Yorkers, I there was an article from New York, and they said, you know, hey, Texas, we see you. This is what we do. This is what you need to do. And it was like, I forgot where this article was, but it was like this just advice from, an honest advice from these New Yorkers that live this way all the time. Mm-hmm. That, and they were just being honest and helpful and That's kind. Sweet. And I'm like, oh, thank that. you so much. Thanks to you I all. just like it when it brings out the humanity in the whole nation, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Bring, bring disasters, bringing people together. Nothing like, yeah, nothing like a crisis to bring I, people together. Yeah, exactly. No, and so it was really kind of reminiscent of last March about a year ago mm-hmm. um, when everything started shutting down because of COVID. There's nowhere to go, nothing to do. And that's really kind of how Running we, out of groceries. How we feel last week. I know. Everybody who was like, I just ate through all of my quarantine food in like a day. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty much what we're doing. Uh, except this time, they took the power away. Yeah. And so 2021, I really feel like is like the younger sibling that's trying to upstage 2020. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's not a contest. <laughs> it's not a Back contest. down. It's a, It'll be all right. We're, I know. Okay. And then you're like, you know, you, you're putting all this hope into, you know, futuristic technology. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And then like electric cars are shutting down because they're too cold. And then, you know, your robots that run the vacuums through your house or shutting down can't find their way back to the dock and you're wondering if they're going to take over you know it's like everything everything green dies in the winter that yeah. includes energy <laughs> learn that <laughs> so everything <you> green <laughs> with it but with I, it. I was telling my husband you know brendan and i i often talk about him being a you know he's a tech nerd you know astronomical engineer and so he's always been pro you know change tech leaning into all things technology and i'm like i don't know if i trust that mm-hmm. and you know my car was like dying <laughs> throughout all this these cold changes and i'm like it's the and they were saying that it's the computer you know the computer can't handle the cold weather i'm like i can't stand this step like, outside your iphone shuts off right what is this <laughs> right people are filming their kids sledding and the iphone shuts yeah. off <laughs> it's too cold well you know it's it's all in the rear view mirror now, literally, because it's last Tuesday. Up. No, seriously. Okay, here's From yesterday. Meteorologist. Meteorologist. Yeah, oh, last give you your moment. Uh, last Tuesday, Dallas, we set a new record of a low temperature. It was It'd too be below. Like 1912 or something. It, it was like 1914. 1912. It was like, yeah, 1914. It was like, <laughs> so oh, you me- looked it up too. Okay. Meteorology and history. <laughs> yeah, story right here. It was 12 degrees. <laughs> it, was, it was like the last record was 12 degrees on that date. Right. And so we were too below. Uh, Tuesday morning on February 16th. Well, a week later, so this is yesterday, it was 81 degrees for a high in Dallas. Okay, that is... Powerball numbers. That is over an 80-degree swing in temperatures. insane. I know. Yeah, so it's just crazy. Oh, and I also want to say my other little shame... Shameless meteorology plug. Brittany's like, oh, we made snow cones with the ice. Do you want one? I said, oh my God. No. No. I'm a meteorologist. You know what's in that stuff? I know what's in that stuff. I'm not eating that. Okay. All right. So I, I know like- I saw somebody else on Facebook post about making snow Brittany's cones. All- Listen, and I am. Like- 
I am a literature fanatic, and I was going off of Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House on the Prairie, yeah, recipe the in the book. Nature was different back right? then. It was. <laughs> she nature wasn't living on an urban heat island. <laughs> It's a metropolitan My snow. My kids cone. love the snow. All right. <laughs> what flavor is it? Mmm, Subway Metropolitan. <laughs> we don't even have Subways yeah, here. Yeah, so I make this really good like recipe. And I'm like, Mariah, I said, Mariah, would you like some? And she says, she says, no, I'm a meteorologist. I know where that stuff comes from. I, I'd rather just make snow cones out of the purified ice in my freezer. You know how many cows we got in Texas? How many what? Cows. Cows? Yes, methane gas going up in the air, coming down in your snow cone. It's not even that. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, snow cones. You buy yours today. All right, like I was saying, so with it all in the rearview mirror, what did we learn? Are we choosing to be better for it? Would you say you're more wise? Are we now more unified? I'd say, yeah. I'd say it was a good way of unifying the community after COVID. Yeah. I was checking in on my neighbors on a, um, you know, neighborhood Facebook page. And so many of us were like, so many, so many of my neighbors were like, hey, you know, I'm going to be driving around with a hot pot of coffee if anybody wants one. That's so sweet. It was just so sweet to see my neighbors come together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had checked in on everybody to see how they were doing, but People were getting really creative with mm-hmm. with with how and we, they could help because we've had a year to get creative. Like when when the school shut down and then church shut down again. By the way, school shut down, church shut down. Nobody was surprised. I know we're like, oh, guess oh. we're going online again. <laughs> guess if we no, have power, there's no internet. Yeah, guess I'm going to drive around with the coffee pot. Like, <laughs> like sounds like you've done that before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I know, you know, we're we're not out of it yet. There's still a lot of insurance claims being filed. I'm pipes really nervous are, for my electric bill. Pipes that are still <laughs> bursting. I know. I got on our electric website and they they were offering some kind of um like reassurance. So you should you should take a look. I think I think we may be okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um <laughs> right. We'll hey, see. We're gonna start a GoFundMe. <laughs> a nice bailout for Texas. <laughs> um, anyway, but yes, no, praise the Lord for his provision for insurance, all those kinds of protections that are in place. And you know, we'll just we'll see what happens. But I'd say that, you know, even though there were tragedies and accidents that happened th- throughout this. Oh yeah, um, like Fort Worth. Oh yeah, Fort Worth. I mean, that was uh, that was that when it all started, started moving started. in. Yeah, that was the, the beginning pile up. So sad. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a community, you know, we felt these tragedies together across the state. And I think that as long as we're stepping forward in faith and with hope, you know, we're not letting those moments define the week. And instead, we're choosing to unite and rebuild and just be better now. And hopefully, if ever it happens again, you know, I mean, I think the truth of the saying, we're as strong as our weakest link. Like, I think it's very easy sometimes to point the fault in others and kind of boast about your your own strengths. But when you when it really comes down to surviving and thriving, you have to see wherever we're weakest in whatever we do. You know, like I'm, I'm not a plumber, um, uh, but the people that were plumbers, like I was noticing people were at the in the church uh, were offering their services for free. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was just like. They knew they knew that we couldn't complete that, and they just they showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and they knew that we were weak, and that we and 
they there was an opportunity to be like to jack up their prices and to to make some money and they they didn't mm-hmm. um and so it's like oh my gosh i'm so, i still i just so thankful that that god reveals his grace his common grace through through instances like that you know where it's mm-hmm. just like here i am showing up with a meal here i am showing up with a coffee pot here i am showing up you know it's it's god um Another thing is the last week I have just been so obsessed and consumed with first Corinthians and I don't know why God was like, you know, you need to read this, but I've just been really hungry for it. And I had brought up the topic from, there's a, there's a quote from George MacDonald, uh, who was actually an influence of Lewis's, but he, um, he said to be trusted is a greater compliment than to be loved. And I was talking about what trust is, how God trusts us, right? He, you know, you look at the Bible and, and you see all these people that just blunder and fumble throughout their lives um, regarding what you think is a good person, quote unquote, and, you know, how to live a quote unquote righteous path. And these guys are just messing it up, right? And so the whole Bible until Jesus comes <laughs> comes to this point where people are just messing up. And... um. You know, and you think about like going through a disaster like this, who God uses um, to, to move through, you know, to move his grace and his love and his sovereignty through a disaster like this, through COVID, through Texas Snowvid. Um, he uses everyone. And I came to this verse that I just, I just adored. Um, Paul is t- speaking to Corinth and he, he comes to Corinth because they are just morally absolutely a hot mess. Um, they had grown exp- exponentially and, and with different nations very fast, um, which is kind of like America, right? Like we're just we're just a melting pot. And so a lot of things get mixed up and 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 shattered and kind of disoriented. And so he he comes and he comes in um hard and fast. And he um, he says this that I just I just love it's it's First uh, Corinthians three seven to nine he says so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who makes things grow the one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor for we are co-workers in God's service you are God's field. God's building. And you think about the people that build a building. Like you have architects, you have plumbers, you have this, you have that, you have this. And not all these people are Christians, right? Like these are just people that are that are in it to build this thing. And I just love that God's sovereignty and his common grace and his just his ultimate plan uses everyone. Mm-hmm. And it, it's such a call for the gospel. Like no matter where you are in your walk with God, the person standing next to you who's here in this crisis, in this moment right now, is meant to be there, is purposed to be standing next to you right now. Turn to them and say, God loves you. Like, mm-hmm. he He put you here, and I want to talk to you about him. Amen. You know, and I and I, I just love that, you know, that during Snowbid, this was God's building. Like, he, it wasn't a surprise to him. Yeah. You know, during COVID, that's God's building. You know, like he allows these things and, and yeah, it's, there's a lot of suffering and there's a lot of things that we don't understand, but the people that are standing next to you, turn to them, see them and, and walk with them. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's very insightful. 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Brittany. I think uh, there's a lot of truth in uh, in that per- perspective. So with that, I um, I think it's a, a good stopping point. I think it's a, a good summary that uh, Texas has had quite a week, mm-hmm. and there's some rebuilding to come. And you know, it's it's again a common theme of communities all across our nation, all across the world. Hard times, devastation, coming together, rebuilding. And so uh, keep us in your prayer. Rebuilding God's building. Yes, yes. Yeah. Keep us in prayers as uh, as you guys go forward in your week. And it only gets better from here, right? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we're approaching We're approaching the, uh, the one-year anniversary of everything shutting down the world. And there was a meme that I saw that said, Hey, what are you guys wearing to the one-year anniversary of uh, 14 days to flatten the curve? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, how naive were we? <laughs> to think that it would be gone in 14 days. We had no yeah. idea. We had no idea. Um, all right. Well, I want to close in prayer and uh, just send send things off. Father God, we thank you so much for this podcast. We thank you for the time to talk about everything that we're experiencing, the time to talk about the different paths that we're on and the posture that we feel led to have as we walk them out um, according to your word, according to your son Jesus, according to what you're calling us to, uh, to live by. And Father, we thank you for the opportunity to speak to everyone out there and to share with them what our life has looked like. And Lord, we pray that in their walks of life that they are at a strong point. And if not, Father, we pray that um, you would strengthen them in those areas of weakness, strengthen them in the areas where they feel vulnerable, strengthen them, Father, and and give them the community that they can walk through together, help them to find unity in their homes, unity in their neighborhoods, unity in their communities. And um, Lord, I pray it doesn't take a disaster for that to happen, God. But we we thank you that through this disaster, your glory has been seen and you've brought unity in our communities and you've brought people together and made beautiful things happen amongst devastating things. And Lord, we know that you're always making beauty from ashes. You're turning all things that are twisted into straight paths and you're taking everything that was the devil meant to uh, throw in our way and to uh, destroy us. And you're, you're making it for our good, God, because as we always say, you're never surprised and you don't have a plan B. There's only plan A and everything that you're doing, it ends in your victory. And we praise you that you've already gotten that victory. Um, and we just thank you so much for your son, Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins that we get through him, for our salvation through believing in him and for the eternity that we're guaranteed because of him. And, um, Lord, we praise your name and we lift you up in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.